Sponsor Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, it's The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. we got another great topic for you tonight. Tonight's title is Convenient Communion, and we're going to be talking about how we can often forget to stay in touch with God when everything's going hunky-dory in our life. We can fall to our knees and beg God and plead for Him to show His will in our lives at difficult times, but when things are going great, we're not heard from. (laughs) We're hard to reach. And uh, we're going to be talking about that tonight. Thanks for tuning in this evening. I'm Brian Jeffs across the table. And uh, we are excited to be here for another Alt Life show. We've got a lot of great music coming up, as we always do. And we love to hear what you want us to play. So drop us an email. Go to www.thealtarlife.com. Jeff, our topic, convenient communion. And it always seems that it's when it's easy, we hang out with God. And when we're struggling, <laughs> we hang out with God. <laughs> but we always forget, we always try to fit in around our schedule and um, when, when everything's going well. It's like, well, you know, everything's going right in my life and I really got to go do da-da-da-da and I'll check with God later. And all of a sudden now we haven't checked with God in a really long time. And we tend to forget how much we need Him when things are all hunky-dory. And uh, so tonight, just a challenge for all of us to realize how much we need Christ even when everything's going well. Even in the times of, of, rich, of richness and uh, every times of... As Paul, Paul would say, and uh, when I'm abounding in much, <laughs> uh, it's we're st- we're still unbelievably dependent on who Christ is in our lives. And so tonight, a challenge for all y'all who are out there and just hanging out and feeling good. And uh, even if you're not feeling good, um, just how much a reminder of how much it is important it is to spend that time with God and commune with Him. Yeah, I just think we've all been there where. We've been struggling, and God's met our need. And we're like, oh, man, this is just like sweet communion with God. And then we, for, can you imagine <laughs> what it would be like if it was when everything was going great and we were praising God and in constant communion and devotion, you know, just total communication with God. It would be even better because there would be no outside struggles that are, you know, weighing on our minds. Everything would be like exactly in line and clicking and we would have God too. And, you know, we forget that. And I, it's a shame because I feel like we miss, we miss out on a lot of the, the gifts that God gives, you know, the, the every precious gift that comes down from above. There's so much more for, from, from God that we could be receiving, you know, when he brings us out of those trials and tribulations, when he's perfecting us and he brings us into that oasis area. And that's when we forget. You know, when we come home from the retreat or something like that, and everything's like, oh, man, this is great. God showed me all this cool stuff. Now I'm just going to go and hang. This is awesome. And then God's like, hello. <laughs> I showed that so it would point you to me. And now I got to take a number. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> you know? Where did this tasty lick come from? The Altar Life. With Brent and Jeff. All right, that was Matthew West. I can't hear you. And, um,. That's what what happens. We tend to our senses for the Lord dull, when we're, everything's going great, and we just tend to relax and uh, coast. I'll say coast because that's a good way of thinking about it. We just kind of coast. You know, it's like we're just an automatic, and um, there isn't a fire, there isn't a fervor in our relationship with the Lord. We kind of just mellow out and just kind of take it you know, one step at a time. And, um, and it's really important as we continue on tonight to just 
you know, to check and see if you actually have a relationship. You know, Jesus, what we're talking about tonight is having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And first off, you know, it's not about doing religious stuff because we can all do that and actually think we're having communion with Christ and we're really not. Um, so if you don't have that relationship tonight, I want to encourage you. It's real simple. Just pray and ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins. And um, drop us an email if you have some questions. www.thealterlife.com is our website. Time to Let This Go by Nevertheless. And uh, we're going to have a, a lot of time songs tonight. And it's about what we do with our time. I feel like when we struggle and when there's difficulties in our lives, we do everything we can to make time. So like, God, what's going on? Why is this happening? You know, what are you, what are you doing? What, is this a lesson for me? Is there, am I supposed to learn out of this? And then when we don't have all those burdens, it's like, oh man, well, I'm really busy. You know, <laughs> I got this, this thing over here I got to do. And you know, these people keep calling me. I'm so popular. I, I gotta be, you know, I gotta love my neighbor as myself. So I gotta make time for them because they want to take me out bowling their treat you know that's important and uh you know it's just like what the time that we spend with god shouldn't depend on our mood and how things are going with us you know oh god things are terrible i need you to fix it you know god's not the great cure-all for our problems that's not his only job (laughs) you know and in a matter of fact there's a lot of problems that god doesn't cure because he's using those things uh, in our life but uh, that, that that is an attitude that we take sometimes as Christians. Like, oh, I'll just go to God. He'll fix my problems. You know, I'll make a wager with him. How many of us have said this? God, if you do this, then I will blank. <laughs> you know, we barter with him. Like, and then as soon as he does the thing, you know, he probably he didn't do it because we bartered with him. Let's not be confused or you know misled. But when the thing happens to go right in our life, then we're like, yes, I'm off the hook. <laughs> I don't have to honor my side of the deal. And we go off and just. Forget about God. Forget about the one that was like, uh, hello, I'm sitting right here. I'm the one who did everything for you. I'm here. <laughs> come, come. Remember me, God, you know, the one that saved you and died for you and just really wants to just hear from you and spend time with you. I mean, God's not tripping on us. And this isn't a trip episode where I just lay a trip and say, look, you're not spending enough time with God. <laughs> or because I don't think he wants us to be paranoid about the time we spend. It's not about the amount of minutes um, it's about our hearts and our heart condition. You know, God would prefer we pray constant, continually, all the time, spending that time in a constant state with Him. Um, and I'm, feel, I'm I'm realizing as I grow in my relationship with the Lord that it's a continual relationship that isn't locked into you know a time of devotion, you know, a half hour chunk or an or an even an hour chunk. You know, wow, you're spiritual. You have a two hour devotional time in the morning. It's not about the time necessarily as much as it is about our hearts and are we communing with him on a daily basis on a minute by minute basis that was automatic by stellar cart and you know what it should be automatic that we get on our face before the lord you know i don't get to you know that i don't think that's right i willfully neglect (laughs) my my relationship with the lord sometimes because i'm like oh i gotta do this or i'm gonna serve god right now by doing assembling the radio show and Picking songs for the radio show. That's my time with the Lord. No, it's not. Because that has, there's a there's a goal at the end of it that I'm trying to like, you know, I always do that when I'm reading. I'm like, oh, this would be good material. But oh, I'm trying to have devotions here, but this would be good material for an episode. You know, <laughs> or, or if I'm teaching, it's like, oh, this would be cool. It's not about that. How often do I get alone and just say, 
God, just speak to me just for the, my benefit. I know it sounds selfish, but what are you speaking to me today? What do I, what is in my life that needs to be corrected? Um, and let's just hang out. You know, yeah. God just, he wants to, he, we were created for his pleasure. Something, you know, not spending time with God isn't always about, I think Brent said it before. It's not always about like when we were talking about the episode, we we're reading the Bible. It's not about like, what can I get out of this? Like what, what thing am I doing wrong that by reading this, it will correct. You know what I mean? Like that's how we've come to God. It's like, all right, I have like these boo-boos, fix them up, you know, show me what's wrong. And then I'll go about my merry way. But God created us for fellowship and plain and simple. We need to take advantage of it. Thanks for listening to our friends, Brent and Jeff on the ultralight. They rock. All right. That was our God by the cross movement. Hip hop for you on the ultralight here. We like rolling the the cross movement action they're like the best yeah it's not that we don't like hip hop it's that we like it so much that we don't want to be careless with it we don't want to just throw a hip hop song for the sake of having a hip hop song we want it to be just like a tasty bit like this is it right here and that song Our God it's great yeah, we've gotten some uh, some emails recently from l- listeners. Some of you, some of you all out there wondering about song names and stuff for some hip hop artists. And just want to encourage everyone to check out crossmovementrecords.com dot com and uh, check out the the record label because they've got a lot of great artists and they're all they're all great. So anyway, I like Solid plugging them lyrics. Yep, <laughs> uh, I enjoy it anyway. So I don't know communion with the Lord. You know, it's so important, and the church misses the boat a lot of times. You know, you hear sermons about how we need to act, um, how we need to shape, you know, shape up our lives, and how we need to um, be more perfect and holy, as Jeff was saying. How we need to explore our conduct, and it's like all these things that are about behavior. And um, and Jesus really <laughs> spends a lot of time in the Word, you know, encouraging us to just spend more time with Him, you know, to to meditate on Him and to focus our energies on who Jesus is. And, you know, and Jeff, <laughs> Jeff said last week, I believe was it last week. He said, you know, seek first the kingdom, seek first him and everything else will follow. Even our maturity, even what God wants to do in our lives will be worked out. Um, you know, and yet, and, and, and God doesn't really put a time limit on it. He's not like, you know, it doesn't say in Proverbs somewhere, you know, the wise man shall spend at least five hours a day with me. You know, it's, <laughs> there's no parameter because like I said before, Jesus would prefer that we spend all of our time with him, that all of our hearts would be sold out for him. Um, that we would be always communing, even when we're not like with our head, with our hands crossed and our head bowed. Um, I don't know what you do with your hands. Fold your hands. There you go. <laughs> Fold your hands and head, um, bow your head and you pray and you, you know, it's not like we have to have, I mean, good times of, with the Lord is good, but we don't have to be so rigid about it. You know, Jesus will love it if we're just, you know, sitting at work and all of a sudden we just say, Hey God, like, how's it going? You know, you know, help me and whatever I'm doing right now and praise you for loving me. And then, okay, moving on. You know, it's like he would just, that, that just pleases him so much because we're giving him access all the time to us. And he has the ability to speak a silent word of truth or correct us or, or tell us to go witness to somebody or whatever. So the power of Christ can be revealed in our hearts then at that point. And we appreciate you guys wasting time with us here on the altar life. <laughs> and uh, don't forget to check out our website, www.thealtarlife.com. T H E A L T A R L I F E.com. It's not hard. Google search it. You'll find it. 
it's an awesome website. That's all I know. Check it out. <laughs> Listen to our most recent episodes. There's like four or five of them up there at a time. That's a lot of audio right there. Yep. And think of it this way. Great music you can listen to whenever you want. For free. That's pretty awesome. I think. <laughs> and uh, it's Good. just right there for you. Right Good. there. Yeah, I, I it's a resource. Good. We want to be a resource to you. If you have any questions, any ideas, send them on our way. We'd love to com- commune with our fans. And I have to give you all some credit. You have been... Um, we have been getting a lot of good emails recently, so keep it up. We love hearing from y'all. And yeah, it took a long time, but now uh, yeah. God is blessing those who've waited. You're unbelievable. The Ultra. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. All right, that was Reliant K. I need you, and now it's time for our unbelievable segment. This is a special time of our show where Jeff and I get to share our opinion <laughs> about a random topic and um or just rant or be informative sometimes we're actually <laughs> informative but um that's really few and far between so yeah. don't get all excited it's not tonight we're not <laughs> we're not going to be informative but we were daydreaming a little bit and actually having a quite a laugh about um what if technology and things we owned you know we're, we're getting advanced in our technology things like i just got a watch and um it doesn't need a battery because it's run by solar power, or just light. Light powers it, so I'll never have to buy a battery. It knows the calendar, and I don't have to ever set the date for like a 31-day versus 31, 30-day versus 31-day. Um, and it does all this really crazy stuff, and it's like all this little watch. I'm like, the next thing is it's going to tell me when I'm actually late for my appointments. It's yeah. be like, <laughs> you're actually late. Um, I have that on my computer for work, but um, like... It started telling me things and saying, "Are you sure you want to do that?" <laughs> it's like what? I've tested the DNA from the sweat of your wrist, and you need more protein. <laughs> <laughs> what? This but is ridiculous. What would happen if technology became self-aware like that? It's like it's going to happen. I've seen the movies. I know. We've all seen like futuristic movies. You know, like Transformers. Like that's got to happen sometime. Or iRobot. We're not <laughs> that far away, people. Uh-uh. Pretty soon, technology as we've designed it to protect. And to always make sure that it is helping us, like our little robot slaves, eventually it's going to realize that the only way to help us is to help us by protecting us and not allowing anything to happen to us because we'll be a danger to ourselves. That's the thing that's so scary in iRobot. Like my this wa- is just a tangent about iRobot. <laughs> <laughs> my watch is going to get mad that I forget to wear it one day, so the next day it's going to change its own time to make me late for everything, <laughs> just to get back at just to get back at me. It's going to get mad at me. It'll attach itself to another watch, and then you'll be handcuffed. <laughs> but uh, going back to iRobot, man, it's crazy. <laughs> no, but think about this. It's like I'm here to protect you as your robot slave, and you're a danger to yourself. So I'm going to imprison you so that you can't hurt yourself. Uh huh. It's just crazy. crazy. And then it's like, no, robot, I'm in charge. And the robot's like, no, I'm in charge. And bam, <laughs> it all goes crazy. Or like a car who like, <laughs> you know, it, it's sick of you speeding because it's just rare and wear and tear on itself. And so it just keeps you at a constant speed. Wait, are you talking about the love bug? Herbie <laughs> <laughs> goes bananas. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that, it, that's a plan. Who knew? The technology had become self-aware in the 60s. Oh, I know. And and if anything, Lovebug, Dean Jones, Buddy Hackett, great movie. It's like Kit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Michael, I d- disagree that you should go that way. 
Michael, get out of there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, there's a lot of TV shows about it, but um, it's I, hope dangerous. It never, I hope it never happens. That would be really scary. And, of course, no one would know how to figure it out. Kind of like the oil crisis. See you on the other side. Still to come on The Altar Life. Like the the actors. Like atomic bombs in rivers. All the matters, all the matters. I know your love is sad. Addison Rose. Jeremy Camp. I wish I could wait here at your feet. Cause with you is the only place that I wanna be. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Hour two is upon us. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Thanks for being here. Convenient communion is the topic tonight. We're talking about how easy it is for us to forget to have communion with the Lord when things are going well in our lives and we're not in panic. Because we know that we pray, we pray desperate prayers when we're in desperate straits. Um, but when things are going well, we kind of coast and, you know, put God on the back burner because, you know, we don't need him right now. Yeah. We're, not in a, we're not in a trouble, so our, uh, our uh, life preserver, we don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's A-OK with God because we're prospering. Isn't that what we've learned over the years? Yeah. That's the American way, man. That's yeah. the American dream. Make yourself prosper so you don't need God. <laughs> Essentially, yes, that's true. <laughs> I mean, isn't that like what um, the whole Tower of Babel story was about? You know, let's build a tower and look, we're like the God, we can reach them. Look, you know, yeah. and the pride that comes in in the success that we have. Yeah. And um, yeah, God got nailed that pretty quickly, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> the more success we have, the less we think we need God, which is the exact opposite. Because that's when our own selfishness and our own desires come into the forefront. And we're like, God... You need to fix this because this is dangerous. That's why Jesus said to the young, the rich young ruler, you know, how hard is it for a rich man to enter into heaven? It's harder than uh, getting a camel through an eye of a needle. And I go, what? That's hard. Yeah, you think about it. Like, most of us are capable of some pretty crazy things, but we lack the time, the funds, and the opportunity. (laughs) And then when things start going well, and we're like, oh, I don't need God because things are going well. It's like, wait, now you have more opportunity than you had before to sin. You have more money, you have more at your disposal. You're more capable of damage then than you are when you don't have anything. So it's just <laughs> check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. And uh, next up, we have some more music for you. Above the Golden State, Gaze in Your Eyes. Later on, we have a Jeremy Camp double play and uh, some Supertones, which we don't play that much on the Altar Life, but uh, we love that ska music. We're going to bring it back. And we want to thank you for listening to the Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. You know, it's so good that Jesus doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> you know, we, we've we been talking about just how we sometimes put God on the back burner. What if Jesus put us on the back burner? It's like, hey, you know what? He seems to be doing all right, so I'm just going to kind of take my angels and kind of give them a vacation for a week and uh, my guardian angels, and uh, I'm going to take all my uh, the Holy Spirit and kind of pull out for a little while and uh, let's see what happens. <laughs> I, you know, because he's doing good. You know what I mean? He's, look, he's doing great. Why, why should why should I spend so much time with him? What if what if Christ was like that and he flipped the table? That's what we do with Christ. Um, you know what sl- what would immediately happen? We would fall. Yeah. We would fall on our face. Um, you know, there is a constant. Paul says that we are in a constant state of spiritual war that there's going on over our souls and um, that's constantly happening. And there's God is constantly protecting us and. 
um, caring for us. And even when we feel like we're doing okay, there's that constant spiritual warfare that's going on and that Christ is doing on our behalf. And if he pulled out, man, we would be dead. <laughs> we would be dead meat. But so often we get so kind of relaxed and chill because God's doing such a good job of protecting us that uh, we tend to forget the person who is giving us all the glory and all the, not the glory, but all the amazing things in our lives and we forget who's blessing us because uh, really it's all about Christ when you break it down. We hear the word communion. I think we as Christians automatically think like the wafer, the grape juice and the thimble. And, uh, <laughs> and we're like, okay, this is, that's the time when we sing a lot of songs and we like think about the crucifixion and we thank God for that. It's like, well, communion is a lot more than that. You see in the Bible, when it talks about they broke bread together, it was like sharing life. That's the, the whole idea of the Passover and all those things is that people were sitting around the table. They were sharing life with each other. It, back in those cultures, when you ate with somebody, it was like you were in approval of their decisions. Their, you, know, you were just partaking with them. And that's why it was such an upheaval when Jesus was sitting down with the sinners and the tax collectors and these prostitutes and stuff. And he was breaking bread with them. People were like, this guy is just like them. Look at it. Look at him. What is he doing? Why is he defiling himself? Does he know who these people are? And we even can read that and we romance it, you know, not to steal a word from the this few songs ago that we played, but we romance it and we're like, oh yeah, that's great. But if we put it into perspective, it's like Jesus was hanging out with the terrible people and that was communion for him. He was like, yeah, this is what I'm here. It's to break bread with you. And we... When we become Christians and we become holy, we neglect the one who wants to hang out with the sinners, who wants to hang out with all those that Us. need him. Yeah, like and we think we're above and we become just like those very people that were judging him for being with the sinners. And communion is so much more than just a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night when we're just thinking about the cross and stuff. It's about a constant communication with God. And that's plain. I mean, it's it's can't be any plainer than that it's an open communication with god at all times not just when it's convenient in our blackberry <laughs> oh i got 15 minutes here before my next meeting so god it's all yours yep thrill me read a couple, read a couple of verses give me something for yeah. the rest of the day check the box all right man yeah yeah i did my devotions yeah yeah check the yeah. box yeah see my star on my shoulder uh, see my boy scout uh, honors <laughs> it's almost like we're trying to get our medals for boy scouts or something Anyway, I'm glad God's not uh, necessarily a troop leader. That was Always Answer by DeLorean Gray. Who? I know. I don't really even know them. I have to look them up online. I just have this song and I thought it was cool. <laughs> and they got a cool name. I don't DeLorean know what it means. Gray. Yeah, figure out what it means. Well, there's a story of Dorian Gray. I think there's like a, an old movie or something. And then there's DeLoreans, like in Back to the Future. So I'll have to look it up. It'll be cool. <laughs> Why don't you uh, look it up homework. right now? On the uh, on the interweb. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That's like Jeff's way of saying internet. Yeah. The interweb. The interweb. Oh, it's a great man. ignorant way of saying the internet. <laughs> like we know what we're talking about, what we yeah. don't. Uh, music, truth, real period. That's what the Alter Life's all about. That's Lots right. of music, truth, and just us being real, real dopes. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is a good topic because I think we we tend to. I don't know. I, I do this. This is, I am so guilty of this in the sense that I just, you know, tend to, when life is going well, just tend to kind of chill out and forget about 
how amazing Christ is. And, you know, when you read through the Psalms, you know, David is always in this place of crying out to the Lord and or recognizing how amazing God is and praising him. And, um, you know, a lot of there's a lot of emotion in the Psalms. Um, and emotions go up and emotions go down. But the amazing thing about Christ is that he stays the same. You know, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's very consistent on our behalf. And he's always there. And we can always check in with him. And that's a, that's a really cool thing. Sounds like a lot of supernatural baloney to me. Supernatural. Perhaps. Baloney. Perhaps not. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. That was All the Time by Jeremy Camp. And that's an important statement is all the time. Our relationship with God isn't just when we delegate certain half-hour increments for Him. Um, but I just think there's so many stories in the Bible where someone gets set up and they have this great, like, victorious experience, and immediately after they're attacked, or immediately after something goes wrong. And I just can think of, like, when David with Bathsheba, when they were just winning battles after battles and he was just like so like set he's like you know what? i'm just gonna stay home you know i'm just gonna relax this is great you know, i've earned this i'm the king look how successful my kingdom is it's larger than it's ever been and ever has been since and guess what happens he's up on his roof he's chillaxing and bam walks right into temptation shouldn't have even been there he should not have, and there are so many different instances you know with the children of israel when they they win the battle of Jericho and then the very next fight at AI they get like totally blown out by this little town that they should have conquered because they got prideful they got they rested on their laurels and you know going back to what I said like when we go on the retreat or we get the mountaintop experience you know we are never more susceptible to you know mediocrity I guess or just complete neglect of our relationship with God as to when we've reached that pinnacle or, or we've reached that plateau uh, of, you know, this is what, this is what it's all about. And then we forget how quickly we realize how hard it was to get to that point. And then we just rewind and <laughs> we put it all back. And, you know, even Jesus, you think about it, like he was baptized and this huge, the spirit came down on him and then immediately went into the wilderness and was tempted, you know, it, this huge spiritual experience and then bam, temptation. There's just so many examples of that, and that's why we always have to be on guard. You know, they talk about the disciples. We're either headed into a storm, we're in a storm, or we're coming out of a storm. Either way, they always needed to be on watch and prayerful and in communion with God because they were coming out of a storm. Thanks, God. But then they're going into a storm. God, we need you in this storm. Or, hey, are you sleeping? God, we need you in this storm. You know, (laughs) we can never get lazy in our relationship with God because he's our every necessity, our everyday need is from him. And Daniel was a pretty cool guy, too. And what made him so powerful was the verse that we had talked about a while ago when we went through the series of Daniel, was that, you know, is, as was his custom, he prayed. It was a constant, it was customary for him to spend time with the Lord and to seek the Lord's face. Our Savior, Jesus, thought it was so important that he would get up in the morning and get alone with God and spend time with him. He was the Savior of the world. He was God's Son. Yet he found it important to spend that time and... um when he was going well, things were going well, and when things weren't going well. Nobody has regretted putting all on the altar. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Some things just can't be explained. That was Fighting Instinct with Desperate, and we are always in desperate need for God, regardless of what our outward circumstances may dictate. We're like, oh, this is great. 
God's rewarding me because I am so good a Christian. <laughs> but prosperity doesn't always line up with God's pleasure, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> He's not but always pleased just because we're prospering. If it did, then there wouldn't need to be a song that said, you know, you're envious of all the wicked. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> why would you be envious of the wicked if they were struggling? Yeah. You know, a lot of times the wicked are prosperous because that's what the world's all about. And um, anyway, it's a good it's a good topic. You know, I want to encourage everyone who's listening tonight that doesn't know Christ. You know, he just desires to have a relationship with you, a communion with you. And um, even if you're like, I don't need Christ. Look at this. You know, everything's going great. My life is great. It's in order. Yeah, it's in order. And that's the grace of God allowing it to be in order. Um, but he wants to draw you to himself tonight. And um, it's real important. Actually, it's the most important decision you'll ever make. It's the most important relationship that you could ever have um, is to know Christ. And tonight, perhaps if you're listening and you're just struggling wherever you're at, um, you can know that Christ is there right now. He doesn't take the back seat like, we've been, like we often do. Um, he is there. And um, all we have to do is tap in and just spend time with him, and he does the rest. The God of peace does the rest. Yeah, I think we need to take inventory. You know, the God, like Brian was talking about, like the God of the universe, the God who created everything. Is he standing in line to talk to us? Does he have to take a number to get into our office and sit in our chair? Or should it be the other way around? <laughs> you know, we should be like, oh man, like, God, I just need more of you. I need more time with you. He is always accessible, yet we are inaccessible. It's just so dumb. It's just flat out <laughs> dumb. And I get so, I'm so challenged by it. And you know what? It's going to be tough. And I'm going to try to work hard to change, but, you know, it's going to be difficult. But that doesn't mean that God says, ah, it's hard. Okay, forget it then. It's like, no, this is beneficial. This is what you need to survive is constant communion with me. Let's strive for that. Until next week. Be cool cats. Live for Christ. The Altar Life. Music, truth, real, period.